Welcome to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we talk to real gym owners and share their stories, their trials, and what's working for them right now. To apply to be a guest on this podcast, click the link in the description. Hope you enjoy and subscribe. Hey guys, welcome back to the Gym Lords Podcast. I'm your host, Austin Montero, and today we are joined by Joetta McAdam from Level Up Studios in Wairika, California. Joetta, how are you doing today? I'm great, thanks. Thank you for coming on, spending some time with us, and uh, looking forward to our conversation about your business here at Level Up Studio. So let's dive and let's get started. This is not this is a tough industry, right? Not not the easiest thing in the world, which is good. Yeah. Why did Why did you decide to start Level Up Studio? And when you did decide to do that, what was like your mindset initially around the business goal for you personally? Well, I'll go back a little bit. I got into fitness in about two thousand nine because I went through cancer and decided that I needed to make a change to try to prevent that from coming back. So I got a little bit more into fitness, um, started teaching classes and did that for about 10 years in a large city. So the Bay Area in California. And then was presented with an opportunity to come back home for family. So Wairika is where I was raised at. So moved back up here for family and took a look at what was here and it wasn't up to my expectations what was being offered here so um i decided if i was gonna make a life here i needed to create that myself so i did that i bought a building and built the gym from the ground up so Yeah, so I bought an old building. Um, It's in our historic downtown area. So it's about 1850. It was built. So it was very old and needed renovation. So I spent about three months renovating the building, uh, making, you know, a couple studios. So I've got one large studio and made a lobby. And then I've got two smaller studios so I can run multiple programs at the same time. And created... um, Starting out with the group fitness classes was my main initial opening product and then added um, different things, added PT and things and nutrition and stuff as I went on. Yeah, I love that. And uh, if you don't mind, I'd love to talk about, silly question maybe, but why you decided to buy the building as opposed to lease something? I actually looked at lease first but it was pretty much the same price to lease something or buy it and there's very little here it's a very small town farming community so there wouldn't be something that was up to my standards to open a gym in so I needed to buy the buildings that I can make the renovations um, to make it up to par Makes sense. Yeah. It obviously gives you a hard asset too, which, which is great. You know, it's a better business yeah. valuation, all that good stuff. So level up there. We have group training. We have personal training. You said you brought on nutrition. You have multiple rooms. Obviously gives yeah. you the advantage to do multiple things in the same hour, which is uh, normally yeah. a big challenge in our industry, as you know, obviously. Uh, right now, Joetta, what is uh, your bread and butter service that you are offering? Well, I, I do have a, a decent base of memberships so that's it's good and then really the personal training the private one-on-ones is really um financially where sure where it's at right now sure are you at a place where you're looking to 
extend that group program or is your main focus staying in the PT and maybe growing that side of things? I would love to. So one thing when I moved here, there's, there's not a lot of fitness professionals here. Yeah. So I had to kind of pull from my original base of um, members to help train them to become instructors. So I did have one instructor, actually two, one moved here partway that were already trained and ready to go. That kind of hopped on board. They're both gone. They both moved now. So um, I have a couple instructors that I've helped train and mentor, um, but even their availability is limited. Yeah. It's a very different lifestyle here. Very laid back. People, you know, want to be done at five and want to go home to families and stuff. So sure. I, um, I end up doing most of the classes. So yes, I would absolutely love to have another personal trainer. I'd love to have more instructors to lead more classes, um, allowing me to kind of free up my time a little bit and do more of, yeah, more of what I want to do instead of just trying to do it all. I'm janitor, I'm, you know, bookkeeper, everything. So yeah, head trainer, yeah, bookkeeper, like you said, everything. We wear a lot of hats in this entrepreneur role. So yeah, growing a team uh, behind you is a, big part of what you're looking to do obviously yeah. that team lets us do a lot of other things right which which is great and gives us some more time freedom back in our day to focus on like you said where you'd like to focus now with that being said what are you doing right now to get new people in the door especially being in a small town yeah word of mouth is the best way i've found um, to bring new people in so i make connections with the members that are here so I make sure I know everybody's name I know a little bit about their story so kind of just chatting with people before after classes you know some kind, sometimes during classes to kind of get to know who they are and how I can make my business relevant to their life and where I can see a need for either one of their family members or one of their friends to join them so I've noticed that they're more likely to stay if they have another accountability partner with them. For sure. Always helps when we have a friend work out with us or a family member or uh, any kind of workout partner. It makes it so much easier, right? Yeah. And kind of that shared yeah. suffering piece. So you've grown organically and word of mouth referral based to this point. What does the yeah. social media side of your business look, look like from a marketing standpoint? You know, it did pretty well initially in the beginning. Um, it's really taken a dive recently is, you know, Facebook kind of changed their algorithm and I'm, I'm on the other social medias. I'm on Instagram and TikTok and stuff too. But as far as the small base of people here that are going to actually walk through my doors, that's dropped significantly as far as the social media marketing piece. So I was trying to post every day, um, yeah. just different content, um, education, humor, just a variety of things to, to stay yeah. relevant. And then I noticed that the, the views were just not there. The likes were you know, dropping and I wasn't showing up on people's timelines anymore, you know, whatever. So I've, I've taken a step back from the social media part of it. Um, yeah the return on investment just wasn't there. So I've made sure I'm putting my energy into the efforts that yeah. would grow the business. So I still post, I try to post about two or three times a week, something, right. you know, just different stuff. But as far as bringing new people in, that's not my main 
way of doing it right now. Okay. So yeah, biggest issue there for you, a roadblock is that ROI uh, from a dollar perspective and a time perspective isn't there for you right now. So, Correct. but yeah. done in the past when ROI was there and it, and it worked out well, which, which is also good. So yeah, the Facebook yeah. is changing and the, the algorithm is different and they're, they're yeah. definitely favoring more of the paid ads now than the organic stuff. Totally. You know? So. And I did that initially, and then I'm like, yeah. I'm not going to pay a sponsored ad every week to just keep my stuff, you know, in people's feeds. So right, and if it's not bringing people in, community. yeah, yeah, not if it's not bringing people thing. in, not worth it. Yeah, and then, but with that, we can also reach out, as I'm sure you've done, uh, social media organically too. Like you know, anybody likes our posts, we can message them and send messages that way to oh, them. Yeah, definitely. Engage people as much as we can there. So yeah, that's how we're getting people in at this point. So with we get the members in, we want to keep them obviously, but we want to also, if we can, like increase their, increase their ticket price or their average cost, uh, average revenue per member. So with personal training being like the bread and butter right now, are there any ways you can get those folks to spend more money with you on top of the personal training? Yeah. What I've done is I've been trying to get people to get a family member to train with them. So I've got a couple of parents who will bring a kid in with them to train or a sister that'll train. And, you know, they're kind of like, like having that small group with a family member or, you know, a friend or something. And so I, I give them a discount if, you know, each person gets a discount if they're sharing a time slot. So that allows me to make more money in a shorter period of time. So that's the most recent thing I've been doing is really just kind of trying to push the shared time slot. Yeah. Almost like a, obviously like a, a small group or a partner training setup as opposed to just one-on-one. -on -one. Yeah. yeah, I love yeah. it. That's my personal favorite um, model at, at this point in time. You know, obviously we can make more power as a trainer. They can pay a little less as a client. Kind of a win-win, you know, across the board for every for everybody, and which is great. Where are you at, Joetta, with like a nutrition and supplement side of your business? Do you offer that? Is that something that you're doing? Yes, I'm a nutritionist also. That's one thing I added to my um, base when I moved here and realized there wasn't a lot of um, correct information out there. So I was like, all right, well, I'm just going to get certified in this too. So people can be like, oh, she knows what she's talking about. So uh, I added that. So I do offer nutrition counseling and I do have supplements and everything here that I recommend for people and, and sell and stuff too. So I do have products. I have clothing and different things that I, I try to just cover all the bases as far as um, making money. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. I yeah. want to create as many revenue streams, you know, as we can totally. within our business under our roof. Right. So, and then with that being said, biggest revenue stream is our members and our clients. So like keeping those people around as long as possible, especially in a small yeah. town, super important, right? What are some things that you do to keep your clients engaged, to keep them happy, keep them coming back to you, you know, month after month, year after year? I do events. So events here are hard. Um, it's, there's not a lot to do here. And people, I think, kind of get into that habit of not doing things, going to work and doing their own thing, and then just kind of um, going home. And so I do offer some events where like we'll launch, I have body pump programming here. So we'll launch a new um, program and I'll make a party out of it. So I'll do, you know, raffles, giveaways, um, just yeah. things, bring a friend for free. I try to make it different every time. So people are like, oh, I want to be a part of that. Um, and just, yeah, random 
random like um, workshops. I might do a workshop on phone rolling or, you know, something to, you know, get different people in the door or those people coming back and doing something different. Yeah, those events, uh, I've always found too are great for more client engagement and creating that community like you talked about there, which is awesome, right? I love that. With your personal training clients, have you seen any kind of uh, normal trajectory or life, life cycle to how long they're staying with you? Yeah, I have some people that train because they want to work out in private. Right? So there's some people that just aren't into the class situation. They want their own private you know, session for whatever reason. Um, so those people, sometimes I can transition them to classes um, or a combination of the two. I've seen, I have some people that have been able to build their confidence and do that. Yeah. Um, a lot of my people I realized in personal training are um, rehab. So either post-surgery, post-physical um, therapy. So some of that is teaching them how to move safely. Um, you know, some people, depending on what the injury was, they can then transition to classes. And so I've had that, but I have a lot of people um, that just wouldn't be comfortable doing that. So I do have some long-term people for that reason. Um, I'm trying to think, I think that's an accountability. You know, I've had some people that'll, they'll say, okay, I'm going to start doing classes now instead of training. And then they'll give it a month or two and be like, all right, I, I can't be accountable to myself. I need you in front of me telling me to do it. So then they come back. So those are kind of the different things I've seen. Um, most people, I would say, once they start training, probably stay, stick with it. Yeah, yeah that's good. And it definitely, personal training, it's easier for us to build a relationship one-on-one. -on -one. You know, people make the appointment. So it adds, like you said, that layer of accountability, which is, which is great and a big part of what we do. Now, we have listeners, Joetta, that are new to the industry or want to open a gym, right? It's, uh, we don't have banker's hours. So like, what is a typical day like in your life? Like at this point in time, a typical, what is it? I don't know what day it's Wednesday. What's a typical Wednesday like? I don't, I don't even know. Tuesday or Wednesday? It's Wednesday, right? Yeah. What's a typical day like for you? Day-to-day um, -day experience. You wake up, go to work. What does that day look like for you with the business? Yeah, it's definitely a lot more than I anticipated pre-opening up a gym. So I... Oops, my phone's ringing. I anticipated, you know, starting something and then hiring people and it getting easier time-wise on me, but that didn't happen here. So I have classes, you know, I don't teach the 5.30 a.m. So that's a little bit too much for me, but sometimes 6 a.m. classes are 6 a.m. clients. And right. then I usually 6 a.m. to like 7.30ish training, go home, eat, get my kids off to school, um, come back in, you know, 8.30 or 9-ish, um, start all my morning classes and training. I have a little bit of both mixed up. And, um, <laughs> Go ahead, and yes, I'm covering up my phone. No worries. And then, um, you know, I have my lunchtime classes or training sessions that usually come in. And then I usually go home, take a little break. That's when I do paperwork or house cleaning or whatever I need to do at home as well. Right. And then come back in around 4 p.m. until about 7 p.m. again for classes and training, usually a mix of all of the above. So it's a lot of hours and I'm 
Monday through Friday, that's pretty much my schedule. The yeah. weekends I work less. So Saturdays I only do mornings and Sunday I do usually a morning. I have a traveling doctor that comes in sometimes. So I'll let him, you know, kind of mess up my schedule and do afternoons for his schedule. So you have your people that you're like, you know, them, yeah. you bend your, your schedule a little bit for sure. because of their schedule. So, um, but for the most part, you know, like I have a majority of the weekends off. And then when I do want to go somewhere, visit friends or something, my right. members see how hard I'm working. And so I do have instructors, but obviously the classes offered are less when I'm not here. So, right. um, so they're like, oh my gosh, no one needs a break more than you. So like, they're excited to see me go do something for me because they see how hard I'm working on a daily basis. So it works out. Yeah. And it's definitely, uh, what I always see is like one of the bigger challenges we face is that time. Yeah, you know, if we're wearing all the hats and that time that we put into the business that we have to to grow it, where do you foresee your role changing here as we move into the future? Uh, kind of double-edged question, based on like uh, combined with like the biggest opportunity you're looking to seize here moving forward. Is that part of it? Kind of changing your day-to-day -day -day life, growing group membership, growing PT. What does that opportunity side look like for you? Yeah, one thing I've learned in this industry is you have to kind of be open to change, right? So when I first opened, I had an idea of what I thought the schedule should look like. Right. And then you kind of, you know, take a look at what's working, what's not working, and you change things, right? So you change hours, I've had to, you know, cut things back, shorten time frames so people are comfortable coming in for a 30 minute class instead of an hour class on their lunch break or whatever. So there's little things like that that I've had to kind of tweak over time. Um, obviously, when COVID hit, that was a change. So I went to Zoom classes um, right away and started just offering everything up through Zoom. So that kind of opened up a new door because I think we all learned that, um, that that's something we can offer long term, right? So there's a lot of people here, especially in this small town or this area that live outside of city limits, and we get snow and things like that. So there were people that um, weren't committing to a monthly membership. They would just get a 10 pack because they live so far away or weren't sure if they can make it in through the snow or work or whatever, kids. Um, or, you know, just having extra opportunities to do classes if they don't have time to come into town and do the class and go back home or on their lunch break or whatever. So um, I've kept the Zoom going and um, it's just another thing that, that I can offer people to do in those situations. So that's just something else that I kind of rolled with. And um, yeah, I mean, I would love to continue to train more people, get more people on board so I can grow the classes. I definitely want to get some larger classes going like they were pre-COVID. It's come back probably 75%, but there's still some that haven't come back into the gym. So. Um, my goal is to kind of reach those people, get those people back in the door. Um, and then, you know, obviously people that have never walked into a gym, which is pretty common here in a small farming town. So just trying to educate people about the benefits of fitness and nutrition. And sometimes I've noticed the education pieces don't always reach those people, but they'll see the transformation happen in other people. So their friends and family, somebody will come in and I'll help them get more range of motion in their shoulder or whatever they're working with. 
um, less pain and stuff like that. And then they'll be like, oh, I need to do that too. So that's kind of been a, a good motivator for people here, I've noticed, to come back in. It gives them a good tangible result. I, obviously, people yeah. is awesome. So, yeah, love to hear that. Love to definitely started using the, the online portal, which is so big, especially in your neck of the woods, so to speak, with people living outside yeah. city limits, weather, uh, you know, community you're in. So, yeah, definitely a great tool to have to keep people engaged. So, and my last question for Joetta, what, what makes Level Up Studio unique in your eyes that you offer there that maybe some other gyms don't offer? Yeah, I'm a boutique studio. So we have, you know, large box studios here. Um, very limited offerings, as I kind of mentioned before. So, um, so I created an atmosphere that is very calm and peaceful. So, you know, you walk into my building and it's, you know, we completely redid it. So we, we made sure that it was going to be a, an inviting, warm, comfortable space. So the lobby is beautiful. The main studio is beautiful, a big crown molding and nice flooring and things like that. So people just, they feel good walking in the door. They feel good leaving work and kids or whatever and coming into, you know, this calming atmosphere. So you're not going to get that anywhere else here. I do have other training rooms, like I mentioned. So I've got the main studio where the larger classes take place. Right. And then I have a TRX room and I have a, an Olympic lifting room where all the heavyweights and stuff are. So, you you know, people like, like I mentioned, can go to different things. So I can have a kid's class running in one room. I can have lifting in another room and I can have training going on in one room and classes going on in another room. So offering multiple fit choices basically there and then the type of classes right so most of the stuff you're going to get at the other gyms is going to be either like just weightlifting or you know just depending on what another gym has as far as instructors and train people whereas i have something every day that's different so like you know in the same time slot whether it's morning or evening one day you're going to see strength one day you're going to see cardio, one day you're going to see a mind-body class and kind of alternating through that so people can vary their workout, obviously for um, obvious reasons of, you know, preventing injury and longevity and all that kind of stuff, mixing up their routine. So I offer a lot more um, for what the dollar that they're paying and seven days a week, none of the gyms here were seven days a week. So uh, there's a lot of, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of things that weren't being offered here, you know, like everything closes down during the fair week. I mean, it's very, very different holidays. The other gyms are closed, you know, so I'm, people are like, wait, what, you're open? It took actually years for people to, you know, me to push like, no, I'm open seven days a week. <laughs> you know, no, I didn't close for fair week, you know, so um, just kind of bringing something new and innovative, I guess, to the area. Um, made a big difference you know and I'm also very community focused so growing up here there wasn't a lot for kids to do and obviously knowing that firsthand you know I wanted to do something different so you know we have the kids classes um, I sponsor the little league team and, and banners that the little league all the schools and um, other nonprofits come in and I, you know I donate class passes or whatever so I try to help the community as much as I can. 
I have a scholarship for the college, so any of the local high school kids can apply for that at the local college here. And it's for anybody going into the fitness or wellness industry. So just trying to build awareness and support for the community. Yeah, I love it. Awesome. A lot of good things going on. Cool setup, something uh, new to your town there, an area that I'm sure people love. So uh, Joetta, I think yeah. a perfect place to wrap this up. Where can we check you out? Website, social media, where can we find you and follow your story? Levelupwairika.com is my website. Yeah. And I'm on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok as Level Up Wairika. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. I'll give you guys a follow right after we get off here. But yes, thank you again so much for making this happen, uh, round two, right? And uh, wish you the best of luck and the continued success, Loretta. Thank you. Thank you. All right, Joetta. Everybody else and listeners, we appreciate you guys as well. Please hit like and subscribe to be notified for future episodes. And until next time, Jim Lords, we are out. Thank you for listening to this interview, but don't go anywhere. We still have two more incredible interviews coming right up inside this episode. But if you're a gym owner that's looking to get more clients, keep them longer, and make more money, head to the link in the description of this podcast and schedule a free leave your credit card at home consultation with one of our business consultants. You see, here at Gym Launch, we've helped over 4,000 gym owners across the world increase their sales, take home more money, and build the business of their dreams. And it simply starts with a phone call. Click on the link in the description of this podcast to schedule your call today. Now, let's head into the next interview. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I'll be your host today. My name is Brooke. Joining me on the show is Tyler from Talisman Gym in Hertford, United Kingdom. Welcome to the show. How are you today? I'm good. Thank you, Brooke. Thanks for having me on. I'm excited to have you here to learn more about what you do at your gym um, and how you got to where you are. But really, before we dive into the business side of things, Give me a quick variation of the story as to, you know, what got you started being a gym owner? So I originally became um, a personal trainer back in 2014. Um, I was working for um, a company here called Nuffield Health, which was a great place for me to start as a personal trainer. Um, and I also became a group exercise instructor there. Um, I quickly realized that um, I would like to do it by myself. Just I had some a, a certain vision and the way that I wanted to do things. Um, so I just took the jump really after about two years of being a personal trainer in 2016. I just I, I, I you know signed a lease on a very small building um, enough to have like kind of eight to ten people in there at once and then train clients one on one. And, uh, and just went for it, really. And now we're um, a CrossFit affiliate in um, a building that's around 3,500 square feet um, just by the river in Hartford Town. So it's, it's nice. <laughs> so you went from like training personal, like one-on-one -on -one clients to being a CrossFit affiliate and CrossFit tends to be group classes. What made you make that transition? And um, the power of the community aspect of things. Um, I saw that while I was a group exercise instructor at Nuffield, I saw how hard people would work and how much of a bigger difference it would make by people working out together. Um, so that was the idea. And then I personally got into CrossFit 
in, to do with my own training. Um, I replaced my football career with with doing CrossFit. So um, I saw the limitless progression in that. Um, just to, you know, um, the ability to keep your members there and keep them entertained and keep them going and keep them searching for the next level of their own fitness um, was really important to me and CrossFit fit the bill. For sure. Yeah. I mean, it's a great model because there are so many people out there who definitely are not successful working out on their own. They're really motivated by the group atmosphere, by the coach showing them what to do, by constantly beating their own personal records. And so that's what's really cool about CrossFit. Um, give me kind of your elevator pitch of Talisman Gym. Tell me all the services you have to provide and kind of paint that picture because, you know, CrossFit gyms are all a little bit different. So talk to me about your facility so our listener has a better understanding. So we have a philosophy that's written on the wall, which is performance, community, and lifestyle. Um, we, you know, I don't hide the fact that we tend to kind of try and push people beyond where they believe that they can go. Um, but at the same time, we're about anyone and everyone that wants to come and train. They're, everyone's welcome. Um, so that would be part of our philosophy is that we, we do want to welcome everyone. Um, and then the community side of things, we will always try our best to make sure that people that join the gym, they, they put the community first and they have a responsibility to show up for everyone else. So whether someone's got their own program or, or that they're doing maybe with us or someone else or whether someone's just a complete beginner and they know you know, they don't know anything about fitness. They've come to us, which is great as well. Um, we want them to join in with the classes as much as they possibly can and be together with everyone. Sure. So um, you are working with the general population. It sounds like it's mostly group classes. Do you have any other options available? Personal training, semi-private training, small group, anything outside of that group CrossFit class? Yeah, so we've got our normal timetable, which is the WOD timetable. That's the group. Then we have an opportunity for our members to, to sign up with um, a one-to-one -one coaching membership as well, where they can where they can um, sign up for four PT sessions a month, eight or 12. Um, and that's on a three-month basis as a minimum. We also offer, for every one of our members, we work with a company called PH Nutrition, who we pay per membership. For, for their services to every one of our members. So they can sign up and type in all of their details and all of their issues that they may have with nutrition and the stumbling blocks that they come across. And then PH Nutrition will personally help that, that member with those, um, with the issues that they have. We've seen some great results with that as well. That's awesome. And so the nutrition thing, it sounds like that's something that you're, is included in your membership. It's not an additional fee. Correct, yeah. It's included in the membership that they pay um recently we we took it on a few months ago and recently also we went vat registered over here in the uk which means that we have to um put in put back 20 percent of everything that we earn so we, we turned over a certain amount so we had to we had to change the membership a little bit in terms of an increase so we added that as a value-added service as well um, so it didn't seem too steep for everyone when we wanted to increase it, um, when we needed to increase it. Um, so that's something that we came across through an event that I went to in London. Um, I was really pleased with that. The guys that run it, they're amazing. So that is a great addition to what we do. Um, we also have an online coaching program as well. Um, 
it's called the Titan program. So in this in the in the CrossFit world, obviously, as you may not may or may not know, you have the community side, the training methodology and ideology that is CrossFit, but also it goes right the way up to the sport of CrossFit. So we're programming in, in that um, service for anyone in, in between that that wants to work with us but doesn't but lives too far away but enjoys how we do things. So you have a, a little bit of everything and you're providing a lot of value to your clients. I think the nutrition programming being included in the membership, like you said, it's a great value add to the membership, especially if you did increase the membership price a little bit, it kind of justifies that increase. And you're helping your members further, you know, reach their goals, get closer to their goals. If we're providing them the nutrition piece, that's a huge part of, of their success. Um, so my question to you would be, you know, do, how, how, what percentage of the revenue is coming from one-on-one -on -one clients right now. Is it a pretty heavy amount or do you only have like a few one-on-one -on -one clients? Yeah, it's not a huge percentage. The The majority of it is through the membership, um, through the, through the group, um, training membership. So, um, we have probably on average each coach, we've got four or five full-time coaches and each coach trains like three to five clients a week. Um, so it's it's not a huge amount. We don't put a massive emphasis on it, but I come from a PT background. I really like working with people one-on-one -on -one still. I don't think it's something that um, that I will completely like ever leave or close the door on, you know. So we, we do leave it up to the um, to the coaches as individuals. We don't really push them to, to do the one-on-one. -on -one. Um, I'm more about developing them as a coach in a group environment because that's what we employ them for, first and foremost, you know. Right. Well, looking, I guess, at your clients in the community that you're you're in, could you see your business expanding upon the PT, having a bigger PT program as well as your CrossFit? It could be something that we would look at in the in the future. Of, um, of course, we would have to change. I think if we put a bigger emphasis on it, we would have to change the layout of the gym a little bit. But it is something that we that we have considered in the past. At the moment, we're just at a stage where we've had a really really nice consistent run since um, COVID. So we've had just over a year of being open fully in the new facility. We moved in in January 2020, and then in March 2020, obviously, you know what happened. And then we didn't have a consistent run for us to build up that membership base for the bigger facility. So we've just been focusing on that solely at the moment. And it's gone quite well. We're around 200 members at the moment. Yeah, definitely the past few years have been challenging for all of us in this industry. Nobody expected this to happen. And so we're also recovering in our own way. Um, how, so you said you're around two mem 200 members. Um, what's the square footage of the space? 3,500. Okay. So, you know, I guess industry-wide, what they say is about 100 people per 1,000 square feet is like what most CrossFit gyms can handle hypothetically. Um, is that a number that you're, are you looking to get to around, you know, 350 members or what's the point where you're like comfortable? Um, we're pretty comfortable at the moment to be honest, where we're at, but we do have scope for, we, we do have the space to open more um, more spaces in the classes for one, but also more 
classes on the timetable. So if we were to do to look for having uh, to hit in its true potential of capacity, we would have to add a few classes on to our current one at the moment. But it's definitely something that we have to do because there are certain times, there's like two times per day where it's full, uh, completely. Full. So like our class um, size is 22 people. We have, um, we always have two coaches on when it's that full, when it's those times. I, I always have two coaches in, on shift in the gym anyway. So, um, so since you are looking to grow by the sounds of it, you know, even if that means manipulating your schedule a little bit, what are some of the things that you guys are doing to aid the growth process to find new clients? Um, so we have recently taken on um, a marketing guy who actually is one of our members and he's just like, he, he, uh, <laughs> he sort of um, fell in my lap that like, it's just, he just appeared one day, like as we opened straight after COVID and he's, he's just, he's an amazing guy and he's really good at what he does. So he's going to be working with us on the expansion and the growth side of things. Um, so we've employed him um to to help us with that uh i don't wouldn't be able to do that i wouldn't be able to do that kind of thing myself to be honest yeah, I mean, we're fitness experts we're not marketing experts but there are people out there who are marketing experts has he started at all yet in that process yeah so at the moment we um we actually this um i might go off of the, this subject a little bit but something that we've done as well is 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 that we run crossfit competitions we're actually we've actually got it to the point where it's it's quite well known in the uk it's called talisman wars and um we, yeah we sell out almost every every time we, we we run them every three months and he has actually taken control of the instagram account which is talisman.wars and um you know the following that we've got already is just incredible over such a short period of time so i think i gave him that sort of responsibility he kind of just took it upon himself because we were so busy at just before the last competition we did an individual qualifiers for it which raised some revenue that way um but it was all down to him really he just took control and he showed us like what can be done if we have one person just focus on that who knows what they're doing so i think that as we move forward now he's going to help us with the programming side of things online coaching as in the website the template the the, the language that we use on social media to get people to to you know trial with us in the first place because it's quite the crossfit programming online is just such a saturated market at the moment you need to be doing something out of the ordinary to be noticed and also you've got to be good yeah i mean for sure and i think that when we're looking at acquiring new clients in the CrossFit world, it's kind of an intimidating thing for a lot of people to walk into a CrossFit gym. Um, and so right now, it sounds like you guys are doing a lot with your social media organically to reach the people that are already following you. So that means that they've probably been interested for a little while. Um, but when it comes to reaching people who maybe are not already following you, people who don't already know somebody that goes to your gym, what types of things are you doing to reach those clients to kind of bring down that intimidation factor and get them through the front door? Um, not, not a hell of a lot to reach out to people that don't necessarily know us at the moment and be proactive with it. What we're finding actually is by looking after the new people is that they, those new people are very, very quick to tell their friends about what's going on at the gym. 
So um, I believe that the you know it might be a bit old school, but word of mouth in when you when you're when you're running a gym where you only need three hundred members maximum, I think that the word of mouth is so invaluable because you will get people if you look after people that come in and you make a, a really good first impression and then a lasting impression you get that person results they're going to be telling literally everyone they know about it and you're going to have like three to five people maybe on average that they know come and inquire um, and then it's just a case of of yeah you're right in a way that sometimes crossfit can be a little bit intimidating but then it's up to you as a coach to make sure that you know what you're doing and how you're going to look after someone when they're actually there yeah for sure i would agree with you in the sense that word of mouth is something that we can always we can always rely on some word of mouth if we're taking care of our clients and it's kind of our favorite thing as business owners because it's free right we don't have to spend any money to have word of mouth and who doesn't love the word free but it's not really um you know, scalable because we can't predict, Hey, this month we're going to predict 17 new clients through word of mouth only. And so that's why we supplement with things like marketing. And so it sounds like your guy is going to organically grow your page. Like he organically grew the Instagram for the competitions. Is he going to run any sort of ads to reach people in your community who are not like have no affiliation to anybody at your gym? Yeah, I believe that um, the ads sometimes will work. They they sometimes will work on on Instagram. Like we've done that before, where people, you know, the algorithm will, will search for people by 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 itself. If that's what you're doing. That's, that's what you want to do. Um, we don't. We haven't done that a lot, just for financial reasons. Really, we've we've just been. Um, this is the first kind of six months that we've had where we can explore a little bit into that, um, but. Yeah, I'd, I'd say it's definitely something that this guy is going to do for us. Um, like I said, I've let I'm I'm left it into like his hands. If he wants to choose to do that, um, pay for ads, then I think the what what we can do is create some good content that and with some nice with some good language that that will help with the ads and tell people exactly what we're about. And also, um, I think. It's a good idea. We we have a good guy here, um, Aaron, who who actually creates a lot of content for us. He's a videographer. He was a real young guy a couple of years ago, and he just came in and he was like, "I want to do some work with you." We now do um, YouTube episodes every single week. Um, he literally just follows us around when we ask him to. So we've got like um, videos of us doing Murph last month, um, and you can see the the variety of people that we have at the gym and the broad spectrum like you've got like kids doing it and then you have everyone in between and then 65 year old doing the same workout so i think it's important to to show that anyone can do it um and you just, just got to be persistent with that and just say tell it tell people that over and over again you're always going to get people that say oh i need to be fit to come to you guys <laughs> but yeah, you know, I, think, I think that's when we have to really look at our approach on marketing. Like people aren't going to wake up in the morning and see an ad that you produce with this amazing video of all of your members of all different shapes and sizes and doing Murph and say, ah, I'm going to go to the gym today. Like that's just not enough. People are not, unfortunately, I mean, besides you and I, many people are not motivated to just wake up and go to a CrossFit gym. So it's like, what can we really do to get people interested and understanding that this is something that anybody can do. 
And so that's when you really have to dive in deep to that marketing approach to figure out how to pull in more of the general population. Um, Cause that's really going to be how you grow and scale to multiple locations is just getting the general population really involved. Um, but I want to ask you a question because yeah, I really right. spent a little bit of time here um, talking about this piece and I want to run out of time. Um, you know, when you look at your business, what would you say is kind of the biggest challenge that you guys are facing or the biggest bottleneck and what are you doing to overcome that? Um, obviously, you know, COVID has been a really big bottleneck for 99.9% of us, but what would you say beyond that? Um, the challenge is like, like we've been, we've been talking about, um, is, is getting the challenge was getting new people in, um, and you know, people at the beginning level who really, really do need our help. Um, and then I would say that we still have the space to expand. So I don't suppose that like within the gym, so I don't suppose I've, I've experienced, um, any kind of, of, of bottleneck or, um, people not being able to come to the class that they want to. Um, I think the one thing where I've had a little bit of frustration recently is that actually, um, <laughs> we've clashed slightly with the people that want to do their own program and they're kind of not being enough space for that to happen with the class at the same time. So, um, I suppose in, uh, over the next few months, we have to work out if it's beneficial to us to have an area that is just designated to people that want to do open gym and an area for the class. And that's people, that's going to be my biggest How many people would you say are like, hey, I want to only do open gym and my own programming? Like, is it a heavy amount of members or is it just a few? Because like, if it's like only four or five people, it's not really worth it. And, and that was kind of the decision that we had to make at our facility is like, we had probably a handful, less than 10 people who wanted open gym and they wanted it really bad. But for us, like out of 350 members, 10 people were not worth it. We just didn't have the space. Um, so for yeah. you, it's a big percentage of your population that really want and need open gym. No, it's not, it's not big enough for us to, um, let's say, uh, put them first, but we do respect what they want and we appreciate the fact that they want to do it and they want to be part of, of talisman. Um, I, where we are with, I, I'm still quite competitive in terms of my training and we, we enjoy going to competitions and stuff. So I understand that people want to do extras and their own stuff. So I, I will, um, I had to send out an email a couple of weeks ago just to explain that there are certain times where we can't have anyone else training because the classes are so big. So I suppose it's just a way of me, um, assessing how it's working at the moment and making sure that everyone's still relatively happy and not upsetting the members that come to the classes by people doing that open gym stuff and, and getting in the way. Because we want, well, first and foremost, like the box, the gym is about the people and it's about the majority. And those results are really important. And it's, it's really key for us to keep um, in line with our philosophy, which is performance community and lifestyle. And if we start going towards the sport of it a little bit too much, then, you know, the community aspect will will slow down and that's something that we've worked so hard to get and we've got such a great community and I think at the moment we have a really good balance where there are people that are pushing it but we are not you know they're, they're just doing their thing and they're part of the community and I instill the, the the attitude that they have to be leaders in the gym and that they have to 
you know, treat the other members like, you know, like, like, like everyone should, you know, equally. And the, the, yeah, it's just, it's fun, but at the same time, it's a big, big challenge at the moment. Yeah, I get it. I mean, we're always going to have a handful of competitive athletes at our gym. And it's just a matter of like, how do we, how do we serve them best? Um, and, and it sounds like you're kind of doing that by giving them kind of specific hours that they can come in. Like, hey, we still want you to come in and do your own thing. But, you know, during these hours, like we really don't have the room or the space or the availability. Um, and so it sounds like you're really kind of overcoming that challenge or, or figuring out how to overcome that challenge. So my last final juicy loaded question for you real quick here is, if I could hand you a magic wand and all your dreams and goals for Talisman Gym have come true, what would that picture look like for you? Um, multiple locations, um, being able to connect with as many people as possible and creating a, a bigger reach. So hopefully I want the brand to become international. I feel like we're doing a special thing. Um, so I'd like to widen the horizon and um and yeah just create that that bigger reach and uh yeah it's it, i just want more of what we have now like what the community that we've got now is so special like the people in the gym are amazing um and if i could replicate that in 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 other areas i believe that the more affiliates i open the more lives i'm going to be able to save so that's the most important thing for me for sure well, I appreciate you sharing all of your knowledge with us today and all the things that you've done and all the things that you're looking to do. I'm excited to see multiple of these locations pop up around the UK. Um, what is the Instagram page for the gym? Where can our listeners go to find you online? Um, it's at talisman.gym. Um, I'm talisman.ty and then my business partner is talisman.jade awesome well thank you again for being here listeners thank you for tuning in don't forget if you want to stay notified about future episodes hit like and subscribe and if you want to join us for an episode here at the gym lords podcast fill out the link in the description and we will be in touch with you soon as always until next time gym lords out Thank you for listening to the podcast so far. Don't go anywhere. We still have another episode coming right up right after this word from one of our sponsors. The Gym Lords podcast is sponsored by Prestige Labs. Prestige Labs is the first and only nutritional supplements company built by gym owners for gym owners. Prestige Labs solves the problem that all gyms have experienced, the broken inventory model, low commissions, and even lower quality products. Prestige Labs provides 100% drop shipping, zero inventory, PhD formulated high quality supplements for you and your clients. The goal is simple, cover 100% of your rent while never sacrificing your integrity. To learn more or to become an affiliate of Prestige Labs for free, apply at affiliate.prestigelabs.com. That's affiliate.prestigelabs.com. Double your client results, double your income. You can head to affiliate.prestigelabs.com to become an affiliate for free. Now stick around for the rest of this episode. Use coupon code GYMLORDS on prestigelabs.com for 20% off all future supplement orders. 
What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I'll be your host today. My name is Alex Beck, and joining us on the show is Byron Harold from Muscle Mechanics Live Through Movement out of Brentwood, California. What's going on, Byron? Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Doing well, brother. Yes, sir. 5 a.m. 5 a.m. for both of us over here on the West Coast. So I appreciate you, um, you know, joining and waking up a little extra early to sit here with me. Um, what's going on with you? What else do you have planned for today after this? Uh, we'll right into the shop, got a few little ones and uh, spend time with the family. I love it. Okay. Awesome. So tell me a little bit, bro. Let's not waste any time here. You know, how did you get started? What is it that made you want to start with opening your own fitness facility? Uh, the, well, I'm not going to sit there and be like, Come on. Uh, I just saw every bit of future. It was like, Oh yeah. It was more of a continuation of service. Uh, got back from Afghanistan in 2012 and oh, wow. just wanted to continue to serve um the community but what i saw through my own experiences was this huge lack of empowerment from the healthcare and fitness industry of educating humans people who can understand their body better and so what we what i did was go to massage therapy school um and combine that knowledge of knowing how to do tissue work knowing how to um, get somebody in shape, but a different thought process. Um, it's not always just getting them tired. It's understanding where they're lacking control in their body and addressing that weakness so they can continue to go and do the sport or the fitness that they desire at a higher level, a higher caliber. Um, just working out is just getting them to move, but are they really in control? And it could be why they're, uh, constantly going into a cyclic cycle of injury, rest, get back after it, injury, rest, get back after it. So breaking that cycle and truly helping them heal um, in, a, in, a, in an actual fundamental way. Yeah, and, and I like your viewpoint on people not exactly being educated on, you know, making the most healthy decisions with their life. And that even showed more with COVID, right? I mean, the government really did little to nothing to protect the fitness industry. It was a whole lot of, you know, stay home, take this medication, get this shot, but nothing really about going to the gym, living a healthy lifestyle, working out. Um, and, and they kind of just let the fitness industry sink away during that period of time. Um, now for you, I always like to ask, how was your experience during COVID? You're located in California as well. And how are you doing now? Are you moving back to those post-COVID, pre-COVID numbers? Well, man, I only shut down for two months. Good for you. 2020. You're like, we're back in it. Yeah, I, it was just more of like, okay, let's take this two months off. But then that was just two months off uh, at the facility. I just continued to do online and here in the garage cool. uh, for those two months. And then I just went back. Um, it was more of, listen, if, if, if they're going to come and tell me to stop operating, then they can come tell me to stop operating. But people wanted to continue, and we took the precautions and measurements in place, you know, sanitization and, and masks and shit and whatnot. So yeah, people want to get out there and live, man. So uh, with that being said, yeah, actually, our numbers jumped during the whole spike of COVID. Okay. 
and then awesome. they've been increasing ever since. And yeah, our SEO work for our Google to continue to grow in, in our town here in Brentwood. As the Institute of Human Movement, the place you want to go if you uh, to truly understand and, and one, get better at controlling your body, two, have an optimal strength training uh, routine and, and, and program that helps you continue to do the things you desire. If you want to be better at a specific sport or you just want to be able to go do the things you love to do, play with your kids, be fit, and not be wrecked and jacked up with elements of injuries. Okay. Okay. And it seems like pivoting is kind of the name of the game for so many gym owners because of COVID. Even you dove into that virtual training space. And I really love that whole business model that really blew up during COVID. Were you able or have you, or did you carry virtual training into the current business model that you have now? So check it out, man. So um, before COVID, I was pushing the issue to actually have like an online uh, recording stat, uh, space, if you would. So um, I can't, why am I dropping the name? I can't think of it right now, but uh, I had bought into a program that allowed me to have a whole like landing page. And then when they got on that landing page, they were able to um, have like an online library, if you would. I had that view pre-COVID because it just made sense after we work with somebody I wanted them to have access to videos that they can go into so COVID just sped up this thing that was going to happen no, no matter what it was it was it was happening it was coming into reality COVID just sped that up so out of necessity if you didn't have it you had to get it if you already had it you already had a service that you could provide to your clients and fortunate we were one of those people. It just got better. So I ended up um, dropping from there and then jumping into passion.io where that's a web app where we host a lot of our programs online. And now uh, clients can access those videos and programs um, through the app. Very cool, very cool. I I've even heard of some gym owners, which I think is a smart hybrid approach of, you know, they offer virtual training in the form of nutrition and accountability, right? So you have these apps like Trainerize, like MyFitnessPal, where you could kind of give people customized daily meal plans, a weekly grocery list, and customized workouts to do when they're not with you. Um, so, you know, you have people paying for that personal training, maybe a, a little bit higher of an experience, and you're able to give them nutrition accountability through virtual training, through these apps where, you know, you don't really have to do much legwork and you're able to give them more value, receive more value from them in the form of having them pay a little extra. Um, and I think it's really smart all around. Have you ever thought of diving towards that direction? No. So, so the, the whole nutrition base, um, people all are constantly trying to get better at nutrition. We don't dive fully into the nutrition aspect because right. That's a whole nother game, right? Um, what we do is we provide them with knowledge of Prestige Labs with, um, with that aspect. And then we do have a group chat in our WhatsApp for, for the tribe, I call it. So all our members are in there and uh, that's where they can chat more about uh, 
staying accountable with their goals. And a lot of those goals are being more nutritionally fit, if you would, mentally and physically fit and not just eating a bunch of shit, you know, if, yeah. they're, trying, if they're trying to be more fit. Um, but we don't have what you would say, I'm like 80% not into into nutrition it's it's more of movement based uh so the nutrition stuff that we do uh keep people accountable for it's based off of the supplements from prestige labs and then keeping them accountable with their goals so we'll sit down with them and like i did two yesterday we'll sit down with them and then go over their goals and the nutrition is a part of that to keeping them accountable and then giving them the best opportunity for those supplements, which is where we offer prestige labs. Okay. Okay. Awesome. How, how long have you been? Go ahead. That was the system I was using as a landing page. Click funnels. Yeah. Yeah. And then, then okay. we, and then we had like a back end where they could access a library of movements um, pre COVID. And then when COVID happened, it was like, Oh, awesome. Cause then that would do like an one on one on the, uh, virtual through zoom and then they can go into the link through click funnels and, mm-hmm. and then I, I found passion.io which is an action app where it hosts the web apps and then so i convert it over to that cool so so how many members are you currently serving right now in your facility over 80 over 80 okay okay yeah. and how, how big's the the spot around 2500 square foot correct yeah Okay, cool, man. So, so I do always like to ask, you're sitting at about 80 members here. Um, is that a number that you guys want to stop at? Or are you trying to, you know, hit the gas right now and see some new faces? Yeah, man. So our SEO is constantly working hard. Um, we're gaining three to five clients every eight to 10 days. There you go. And then our retention program is really strong on keeping people accountable. It's that, it's that whole piece. Accountability is huge, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, the accountability is what, so funny because accountability will force somebody to really actually come to fruition and people will, will slack, man. They'll, they won't do the work. You know, you got one hour and this one hour of time at the facility isn't the equivalent of you doing more work at, over the week of, of your of your life, right? So when seeing the results that they're desiring, we're able to dial back in. We have a 100% success rate when you follow our proven process. There's four steps to that process. And you can always look back and go, hey, implementation. You haven't been actually doing your cars or your Pels rails at all. Right, right. So you haven't been doing the work. So this progress that you're looking for and you're upset that you're not having, you're not obtaining. So getting them to buy back in, like, okay, this is going to take more work. And so there's a question. You either want to continue to do the work or you don't. And we want to attract the people who are looking to do work, who are chasing, running towards uh, that achievement and success. People who are running from pain, we will help. But many times, once they get out of pain, they're not really look. Some of them are not looking to continue to run towards greatness. They're just wanting to get out of pain, and that's it. I'll come back to you when I'm in pain. No problem. So it's understanding uh, that clientele basis and who we're really trying to attract. We're trying to attract the people who are running towards greatness. Yeah. 
Yeah, and, and it's crazy to see how retention and accountability and even nutrition on some points really work hand in hand with, you know, keeping members for a longer period of time. Because at the end of the day, you know, they do want to reach their goals. I speak with a ton of um, CrossFit facilities, and that's one big issue that I've noticed is that they all push group training. There's no accountability, no nutrition, really. And their members, it makes it harder for them to reach their goals. So then in, in turn, they have, you know, a bunch of people, 10% of people leaving on the back end on a monthly basis. Um, so, so smart that you noticed that as well. Now, you said you do some Google SEO, right? Do you do any other type of digital advertisements at all as well? I mean, I have on social platforms, but... No, I just post content. Organic. Mm -hmm. And how's that work for you as of now? How many leads would you say you get on like a given weekly or monthly basis here, giving the forms of marketing you do do? Yeah, so that's what we've noticed is from the past, uh, you just got to put the money where the money's making the most bang. Yeah, yeah. For us, that's Google um, SEO work. Cool. Cool. So what else have you tried? Because that that's very true, right? It, you know, as a business owner, there's so many tools that you could use for marketing these days. And really, it's important to, you know, be able to test these other forms as well and double down on the stuff that works best for you. So what have you tried so far and what's worked, worked best for you? Yeah, I've done uh, advertising on Instagram and Facebook. Um, but what we have found is having a stronger SEO uh, uh, platform or footprint on Google, um, mm. go to Google to search. Yeah. And then they go to Amazon to buy. So we're trying to be, we're trying to be that Amazon. Muscle Mechanics wants to be the place they come to when they search for ankle pain, knee pain, back pain, injury, um, strength training, personal training. Those are all keywords that we uh, double down on in our area. Like there I said, you go. 80,000 people in Brentwood. That's a lot of people, you know, um, for a business to really help people get better. Okay. Cool, cool. So, so Google SEO is a big point of focus for you. So popping up, being number one, popping up on the landing page when people search, you know, gyms in Brentwood um, and, and so forth. That's like the, the main focus when it comes to marketing. 100%. Okay. Okay, cool. And you mentioned as well that you've done some type of like paid advertising on Facebook and Instagram. What's that look like to you? Uh, very uh, broad. I mean, I haven't done it for a long time. Um, yeah. Uh, what stopped you from doing that? Just, I only asked just because oh, I'm just, it's, 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 it wasn't, I mean, it was trackable per se, right. sure. but right. however, um, it just wasn't doing the job. It was getting more awareness as far as like people liking the page. But you need the money, right? You need people showing up. Yeah, it is to get people through the door. Right. So it only made sense instead of trying to throw a lure out there with hell of people and hope that they see the lure it was oh this lure physically says personal training and these people are looking for personal training oh, i'll throw it over there 
that's stronger. It, it clearly only makes sense. So okay. um, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> like, I, I, that was it. Like, yeah, so as as how it looks. It was it was just acknowledging we're just not getting the traction. You know, and you can just obviously they say, oh, I'll just throw more money at it. Throw more, more money at it. Throw more, more money. I was like, yeah. You're like, I'm good. Yeah. No. More efficient with that. Right. And, and I, I completely agree with you. The point of marketing as a business owner is to get a return on investment, right? So if you're putting in a hundred, a couple hundred bucks a week in a Facebook ads, Instagram ads, it's like, hey, I want to see this money coming back by the end of the month. I don't want more likes on my page. I don't want more followers. Um, so, yeah, so no, and I commend you. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, that stuff can all happen organically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Having... Like our, like I said, you know, just understanding what it is you're trying to do. I know, like, we're a brick and mortar, so having ten thousand plus followers, if you would, isn't necessarily a goal. Like we we have like two thousand, just a little bit more than two thousand uh, followers on our on our on our Instagram page. Okay. Facebook page, they both have about a couple grand, right? The followers. And that is okay because our primary focus is being a brick and mortar in the town. So yeah. where we want to be blown up. Now, if I was 100% online, then clearly the business model would shift. It would be about trying to get as many followers as possible virtually because then that makes more sense because I am just virtual, right? And so I can see how that um, is the goal for some. But now, did you run run these ads? Did you optimize them for, for leads or was it for, you know, followers and clicks to your, to your homepage? Yeah, it was for followers and clicks. Okay, okay. Because we're, we're a one-on-one basis internally. Okay. And I did it pre-COVID and then during COVID to get one-on-one virtual because that's what we were doing. Uh, but then saw the business model was like, what is it that I actually want to do? And obviously listening to a bunch of different things, reading books, you know, getting knowledge on car rides. Uh, and it was it just made sense. It was, where do you want to focus? And long-term, over time, it's kind of like strength training. Strength training is time in the load. You know, today you can bicep curl 20 pounds. You know, and in a month, maybe you got 35 pounds. Just being patient with long-term, that thinking mom and pop style. Like, well, if I put a grand in this, I want to make two grand back. Not always thinking of that concept, thinking long-term over time to let that algorithm build up um, made more sense. And that's what, that's why I'm working. Okay. And, and so with, you know, the forms of marketing you have done, the Google SEO, a little bit of Facebook ads as well, Instagram ads. Um, did you guys do that in-house? Did you have a team that helped you out with that? How'd that work? Yeah, I would say between 2018 to 2019, I was messing around with it myself uh, and then would do some hiring here and there. Uh, then between 2019 and 2020, yeah, did some hiring, and then after 2020, it was more, I got to get an SEO guy. And then finally found one uh, just last year, 2021. Okay, and that's been working out better for you than, you know, like the guy that you had that was helping with the other forms like Facebook ads, Instagram ads? 
100%, especially the also because this guy is, a, I call him professor. <laughs> yeah. He's also, he also local to Greenwood. So it's just cool. Boom. There so you go. We meet, we meet like once a month and go over the game plan. He sends me weekly do outs. Like I said, today I got to just do a video for the workshop and I got to do a bunch of different articles for the upcoming week to start placing. We're just blowing up that, that footprint on Google. Okay. Okay. And, and so, you know, with the leads that you do get on a given weekly, monthly basis, I believe he told me every 10 days you're signing about three to five clients. Um, is that a number that you're happy with? You know, is that, you know, a number that's facilitating the growth that you want? Would you like to be getting more leads, more members in? Yeah, so we're going to end up doubling that in the next four months. Okay. Running into some good problems, hiring some more people. Okay. And when you say doubling that, what are you doubling? The, the amount of people every uh, seven to 10 days. Okay. Okay. How, how are you going to do that? Just by kind of increasing budget on advertising? No, What's just increasing the footprint. So once the algorithm, how, how you can look at it is once the algorithm is really locked in and it's uh, people are searching for those keywords, it's set. So that's going to continue to feed into that. Um, and we're like number one already in the area. So I can continue to throw money at that per se um, and really just outdo the competition if you would um but the algorithm is is set so once the next four months we'll be able to double those numbers uh, because of how strong the algorithm is, is already picking up okay uh the the numbers that we're getting back and again this isn't my forte per se you know but this is his forte and how he's explaining it and how i'm seeing the actual growth so it's pretty exciting so the numbers right now, like I said, the, the seven to 10 days, three to five people, being able to double that to six to 10 people every seven to 10 days puts us in a really good problem where I have to hire another couple of people. Good issues. Good issues, yeah. Yeah, it's a good, good issue to have to some extent, right? Um, so, so what does your process kind of look like for when you do get a lead, right? Let's say it is myself. Um, you know, maybe I find you on Google or a friend or family member tells me about you guys. What's your process from turning me, you know, from a lead into a paid member? Simple. Uh, well, if you go on Google and say you found Muscle Mechanics, you look at our website, you can you fill out an inquiry um, for a free phone consult. They fill that out. They have a questionnaire so we can get some back history. And then we call you and we vet I want to make sure that we're a good fit for you and your, your needs. Sometimes some people call and they're like, yeah, I'm looking for a couple's massage. I'm like, we don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I'll ask, I'll ask like, so some people will say, oh, I'm looking for a deep tissue. Do you guys have an opening? <clears throat> Excuse me. And I'll ask them like, well, what is it you're actually looking for? Um, the outcome. What is it about a deep tissue that you're trying to do? Well, well I've had this injury um, with my shoulder, it comes and goes, and I'm just looking to get some work. That's what that person knows. They think that they want to get a massage because they want the pain to go away, right? So they can get back to working out. So vetting that conversation and going, well, are you married to the massage? Or do you want to actually elevate your level of control, eliminate the pain, and get stronger? 
And mm. it's like, yeah, I want that. I was like, well, this is our process. And I'll go into detail what we'll do with the new client eval and then book them. Okay. Okay, cool. So, so you give them a phone call, talk to them a little bit. And then from there, do you book them for a consultation or more so like a free workout? Oh, that over the phone is the free consultation. Okay. Okay. We book them, they're coming in for a new client eval. They're, they're, they're paying for that session. They're paying for that session. Okay. I like it. No free classes. I always tell people free classes don't work. Some people will give like the whole free week class, free two weeks class. And, you know, most times half of those people end up leaving on the back end anyway. So, um, cool. Do you track any numbers? Do you track like your conversion number for your sales process? hundred percent. Yeah. And, and how's, what do you think of the number, right? Do you think that's something that you'd like to improve the process that you have, or is it something that's satisfactory for you? It's simple and it works. Yeah. So, I mean, military term, you know, continuously uh, improving your foxhole, bro. So, so sure, fine tuning it. Yeah. But it works. So I don't need to change uh, drastically anything. And what do they say in business? They say, uh, kiss right keep, keep it simple stupid like what works you know continue marching down that way um the biggest piece when we when i go to a sop standard operating procedure okay i just talked to you about during our uh consultation and then booking somebody i had that all written down as an sop to train somebody to do the same thing the right. sure you can call that a script if you would but the biggest thing actually what i teach is communication and connecting like you're asking this question for a specific reason because we treat it like we don't want everybody yeah we can't help everybody and that's a known fact and once you understand that the energy through the phone is hey i'm passionate and we're going to help you but first and foremost we want to make sure that we're a place that you're just, that you want to be. Mm. Or if you're just looking for that massage, then no, yeah, it's okay. We're not that place you want to be. So teaching that to the next trainer that comes in and that's more of where the biggest bang for the buck is. Okay. A script is a script, man. Like, yeah. I'd rather somebody, like you just have key components, three key components, connect, um, understand, and then book them. You know, that's it. Mm-hmm. And the script is there. But if this person just sticks to a script and it's mechanical, you're not really connecting with that person over the phone. You want to get dialogue. How long have you had this problem? What has it uh, restricted you from doing? Do you have goals for this problem? These right. Are, Why are you here? Yeah, these are key thought-provoking questions that put it back on them of understanding. Yeah, yeah, we're the place, but you're going to have to do some work. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I mean, it's a little bit of sales, right? But, and so many gym owners kind of have a bad stigma towards sales. And that's why I at least always try to stress like having SOPs, like you said, um, especially for, you know, acquiring clients, for booking them, for turning them into a paid member, all super important that you have kind of a step by step process, right? Um, Now, Byron, for you, I always like to ask this question. So, you know, you've been around for about eight years, correct? So you started in 2014? Eight years? 2012. 
2012. Okay, so coming up on 10. So let's see here. If you had like a magic wand, right? A magic business wand, you could tap your business. It'll be in the exact position that you want it. What would that really look like to you? Well, I don't mean to like go against the grain, but that would be an ascension that I wouldn't know how I've got there. So instead of a magic wand, it's just more of acknowledging the role that's in front of me and knowing the work that I got to put in to get to where I desire. Because of where do you desire to get to? Maybe that, that's the question I should ask. What's yeah. like the big picture for the business that you're trying to get to? Yeah, yeah, it's just, just the, the bigger picture is uh, the same, like earlier. Uh, continue to grow here in Brentwood at our brick and mortar. Um, like I said, there's 80,000 people in Brentwood. Uh, we want to get to where we double. We're having eight to 10 clients every uh, 10 days. And when we hit that, I can take this, this format that created this progress and create another location, uh, two towns over, about uh, anywhere from 25 to 50 miles in any direction of Brentwood. So we got Northern Bay area, further east, which is Tracy, um, a little two towns over, over by Walnut Creek, Danville area. So okay, we're just gonna look to duplicate. Cool, man. So, so end up duplicating this facility, starting a second facility eventually, here's the goal. Um, and step one for that for you, it sounds like, is being able to double the membership you're at now, right? Um, so what's like the biggest bottleneck that you face so far when it comes to, you know, hitting the membership numbers that you do want? Sounds crazy, but not harping on that. You know, that's a... Uh... So that isn't our, our number one goal. Our number one goal is to passionately empower people. Um, and I've understood that through experience. Like when I just focus on numbers and shit, the metrics that you, that's all you care about, it comes through no matter, no matter if you don't think you're doing it or not. If that's, right, right. you end up being so keyed in on, on metrics that that's what you're just focusing on versus that's something I can step aside to and acknowledge, look at, got it boom okay now let's go back to what we really do best and that's connect with humans and and help people generally get to their goals passionately and keep them accountable okay that's the actual bread and butter that makes muscle mechanics muscle mechanics and how could you guys you know because i could already tell that you that you do have a big passion for helping people i mean that's a big reason why you started your business um how could you position yourself to be able to you know, help more people change more lives in your area. Continue to acknowledge, uh, like making this video, doing this workshop, getting in front of people. I gotta, I gotta go talk to some high school students, some volleyball students, some football students that are mm -hmm. in the junior year doing little workshops, uh, another high school baseball team, just going out there and expressing knowledge passionately and empower them and giving them opportunity to know that there's a place for them when they get injured and that the conglomerate healthcare doesn't necessarily give them the best options. And how big is a team? I never asked. How, how many other trainers do you have working with you? Are you solo as of now? No. So I got uh, two more. Um, one just finished massage therapy school um, and they're doing He's got his FRC. Okay. And I have another one. 
She is going back to the University of Oregon. Um, next, oh, in September. So when she, and this is her senior year, so when she finishes, she'll actually have her, uh, her degree, but she'll be coming back to Brentwood and, um, and she'll be working. So it's really exciting to prepare her for, for that. You know, she too went and got FRC certified. So um, what FRC is functional range conditioning. So functional range systems is uh, a huge system that we use for training the human training humans to be more optimal. Okay. Um, you can just hashtag FRC and, and on Instagram and you'll get a bunch of different, a lot of people are online these days, so you'll see a lot of those. Right. right. But it's, it's a great system that actually helps the physiology of a human being move better with control. Okay, cool, cool. So, so Byron, we know what you want for your business now, right? We know you obviously have a big passion for you know, the services you provide, the members that you have at your facility, the amount of help and lives that you're able to change from within your business. Um, but what is it that you want from your business, right? What do you want the business to give back to you and your family at the end of the day? I think, well, what I get back from the end of the day is, is knowing that I'm fortunate of doing something I'm passionate about. So I'm already receiving that. Um, if we look at it from terms of financial, it's the same thing from earlier, just growing the company uh, to duplicate. Uh, the long-term legacy is just duplicating what we have going on so we can continue to help more people. I love it. I love it. And, and I think that's a pretty good place to start to wrap things up on this episode here. But before we do sign out of here, please give a shout out to you know your Instagram, Facebook, website anything just so the listeners could find some more info on you and your gym uh website is muscle mechanics ltm all one word.com so muscle mechanics ltm.com social platforms same thing so muscle mechanics ltm is on tiktok uh youtube facebook and instagram muscle mechanics ltm all one word and you'll find it uh, ltm stands for live through Yes, you guys, make sure you check them out. Byron Harold from Muscle Mechanics LTM, aka Live Through Movement out of Brentwood, California. I appreciate you once again. And as for the listeners here, don't forget, if you want to be notified about future episodes, hit like and subscribe. If you are interested in joining us to talk about your business model within the fitness industry, click the link in the description, fill it out, and our team will be in touch with you soon. And as always, until next time, Jim Lords out. Thank you so much for listening. If you found this content valuable, here's four ways we can help you grow your gym for free. One, grab a free copy of Alex Ramosi's best-selling book, Gym Launch Secrets, at alexsbook.com. Two, join our free Facebook group at alexsgroup.com. Three, if you're a gym owner, you can apply to be on the podcast by emailing us at podcast at gymlaunch.com. Four, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more gym owners and bring those lessons back to you. And as always, Tap that button and subscribe to this podcast for more.